welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. You've joined us for a very special episode. This is the season premiere of the wild card season. There'll be no time for following rules or sticking to protocol this season. We selected some serious horror films to talk about over the next few weeks, and we are kicking it off with one of my favorites. And I'm not just saying that to pander or promote this episode. This is hands down one of my favorite scary movies. We're talking about Scott Derrickson's 2005 horror thriller, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It's a unique horror movie for the fact that it's rooted in realism. Most horror pictures try to bring you out of realism and into the world of fantasy and the supernatural. But The Exorcism of Emily Rose, the viewer becomes a member of an active jury trying to decide whether or not Emily's priest should be responsible for her death following a failed exorcism. I applaud Derek for being able to give us some terrifying scenes of possession, but never alluding to whether or not it was real or something in Emily's mind. It's a storyline that makes you think and ask yourself, how would you react to these circumstances in a real life scenario? This is not your average B picture. It's cerebral, suspenseful, and at times outright fucking scary. Regardless of the enjoyment you may feel over the next hour, I can assure you it's our pleasure to discuss this one with all of you. 666, treats and tricks, we're casting out all the demons. Without any further introduction, here is our take on The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another season, giving you a reason to just do whatever the fuck you want, Mr. Ozark Mark. Now, Mark, I've been a lot of places. I've traveled many states since we've been in these seats, but I tell you what, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy you're here, all right? It's good to have you back, buddy. What's going on? How are you? Are you okay? Yeah, it's great to finally be back uh, with somebody who speaks English. Yep. But, uh, you know, uh, just thank God uh, that um, I had that item where it was, so I'm back now. Yeah, man. Definitely thank God for GPS and just uh, fucking the Air Force. So just that being said, happy you're here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast. It's been a while, but we are back now. This is exciting. We're dealing with the freaky one. Yes, we are. You know, it, 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 yeah, it's a freaky one uh, to most people. Uh, it's uh, what? What movie is it? The movie we're pertaining, the movie we're dealing with today, is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. This movie is like a few good men meets The Exorcist. Ah, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Hey, that's The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Rose. I synced that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I had that girl's bending backwards and every which away. I synced <laughs> it. I synced it. If you can find a girl that does that, yo. Oh, yeah. You better marry her. Yeah, you know when you're at the bar and you look over and you see the one giving you the crazy eyes and maybe she's tonguing her straw all around the cup looking all wild? That's what this movie is. It's a freaky one, all right? And that's not always a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing. Sometimes you might regret it late at night if you, you know, you have it going on, and you're like, yo, this is a little bit freaky. Mark, you're changing colors. I don't know what the hell just happened here, but I'm going to fix this. 
They're not in sync. When bye bye bye. It's all right. Just continue. All right. No, I got look. it. All right. Hold on. No. All right. Just keep going. It's fine. I am, I am Don't going worry here. about it now, Mark. What I'm going to ask you, have, uh before watching this, have you seen this movie before? Uh, I think so. It's been a long time, and if I watched it once, I really didn't remember it too much. So I had to watch it again, of course. Um, were you alone at nighttime and watch it? Of course. I'm always alone it's, these days. It's a little. Fr- it was a little freaky. It's a little freaky, yeah. But I mean, on well for me, dude. Honestly, the, the original Exorcist is way more freaky than this one is. Um, Agreed. You know, but what I did like about this one is my favorite whole concept of it is like you said before. It's a cross between the Exorcist and the Fugue Met. Like they make valid points in it to where you like question whether if you were a juror on this case oh yeah what would you for real believe would you for real believe that she was um possessed or would you think the ex the scientific explanation of crazy schizophrenic that's a that's a good segue like that's a good segue into giving a, a nice little synopsis for the people out there because honestly I, I don't know if everybody has seen this movie. Um, you know, it came out in 2005. Uh, you know, you got Scott Derrickson was the director. He's, you know, he's done a lot of stuff like Deliver Us from Evil and Sinister. He's well known within the horror genre. Okay, but not everybody is familiar with the exorcism of Emily Rose. I honestly think this movie is underrated and slept on for how well it's put together because... The whole thing isn't terrifying, but the parts that are terrifying are like, yo. It's so, an actual film. Yeah. So you have Jennifer Carpenter. She plays a girl named Emily Rose. She's like a uh, – think of like a farm girl, small town, like very polite, lo- very loving of her mother and father, um, very you know biblical, religious, just very do-right sweet girl. Um, well, she gets possessed and she needs an exorcism and obviously the parents try a couple routes, but then they go get a priest to do an exorcism, uh, father Moore, And he is the person that they entrust Emily to, and he gives her an exorcism. Shit goes down. It's crazy. And we'll get further into that, the craziness, but long story short, she doesn't make it and she dies. And now Father Moore has to go on trial because there are logical people who aren't religious, and then there are people who are religious. And I'm religious. I'm I'm a person of faith. I'm not saying that like oh, like I'm not saying it like that. But I didn't mean logical in the sense of like being right, but like logical to like science and fact based, and like not a spiritual person, just very you know logic based. And these people are trying to lock Father Moore up, but then you have people on the other side that are saying, like, yo, he was only trying to help. This girl had problems. She wasn't right. So Emily wasn't possessed by one person. She was possessed by six demons, like the demon of, like, Legion, uh, fucking Judas, uh, Neo, like all kinds of different ones, and then Lucifer, the devil in the flesh, when this girl got possessed and did, like, the revealing, Jennifer Carpenter should should have got a fucking Oscar. She was not only terrifying, but she looked like she was in pain the whole time. 
and she was um, doing the voices, and that she just fucking crushed it, dude. She is terrifying. Yeah, that, like was, if, that was an intense day of acting. If that girl was in your backyard doing that shit, you'd be like, I'm not going out there. No, I'd shoot her. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, for real, I've seen way too many horror movies, and it, when the, you don't shoot them then, you're going to regret it later. Yep, you just got to do it. Yeah, but the, the bar scene was intense. That was probably the most intense part of the movie. Oh, yeah. The ending with the barn is nuts because they kind of wait to reveal it because it goes like throughout the court case. They start with how Emily started. You know, he's explaining her story. But as the end with the tapes, you kind of figure out, you know, the whole story. He reveals everything. And that final showdown, if you were like they only had a tape recording in court. But if you were to have a video and you were to see what we saw, like the actual event, I would say that girl was possessed. But if you were a juror or in court, I don't know, man. Like, I really don't know because it, it would depend. It would depend. I think my horror movie mind would keep me like, oh, shit. Like, I don't think they would let me do that case. Like, they'd be like, no, nah, like, you're, you're going to side with the exorcism people. I mean, I got an exorcist shirt on underneath this, for Christ's sake. You know, <laughs> like I would. You were a juror, and that <laughs> they would not pick you. No, they would not. No, I did like uh, towards the end. Uh, it was towards the end of the movie where um, they really got you, where they visually show like we throughout the movie we see the point of view basically of the priest. I would say, um, and we see all the exorcists, uh, the the possession episodes and all that stuff and what she sees like she's walking through the campus she sees the demon faces and people's faces freaking out and all that stuff right yes and at the end though they visually show what the prosecution is showing and her just freaking out like it, the same thing where she's walking through the campus and normally where she would see two people demon faces it's just normal people like looking at her like what what's wrong with this girl you know what I mean? That's the that's the crazy part too. Seeing her as she went nuts, seeing the demon faces, but she had this real simpy dude that was like trying to be her boyfriend. This poor fucking guy, like he's trying to get some of that crazy pussy, is what he was trying to do. Dude, it ain't worth it at that point. No, it's not. But like he came over because she was not feeling good, and she was like, "I just want you to cuddle with me and lay with me." And he did, and he woke up, and this bitch was like in spider pose, upside down, staring at him. I would have fucking Charlie Brown field goal kicked her right in the head. <laughs> She'd be done. The fuck out of here. No. <laughs> that would have been so. I, I'm out. Don't dude, you ever do dude, some stuff like dude. that to me. Good thing, t- good thing this movie did not come out recently when all TikTok is alive because people do stupid challenges on that crap. There's probably going to be – there would be an exorcism of Emily Rose challenge where girls would just wake up or just go there and try to do spider pose in the middle of their fucking room to now, their boyfriends. It would be funny to see the husband that's just like <laughs> – Oh, shit. Babe, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't uh, – don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that that's just an abnormal body pose. That's just freaky. That's not right. But no, dude, it, it like hurts looking at it. I know. Especially having like a thirty-year-old back. Like no. 
And there's a familiar, I mean, there's all kinds of familiar actors and actresses in this. Like, you got Laura Linney, or Liney, Linney, I don't know how you say her name, but she's the, that's the mom from Ozark. Everybody yep, knows her. That's mm -hmm. your show, Ozark. Yep. That was very. That was correct. That's very funny because it's like you've had that name Ozark forever, and then like the show came out and it they got like had, really popular. I've had that name before I knew that the Ozarks were a geological place on Earth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was an Ozark mountain range. I didn't know that was a territory. I didn't know that shit. It was like, are you from the Ozarks? No, damn it. Nope. That's what makes it fun. Just yeah. mis mysterious. It has no nothing to do with that whatsoever. And you know who else it has in it? This movie? Confiori, the guy who played fucking Andre Linoge. Oh, yes. Yes, he was in here. He's a great actor. This whole thing is just lined with uh, serious acting. It's not your typical... Because as I love The Exorcist more than I like this movie. I will say that. The Exorcist is a masterpiece. But there are moments of, like, say, like, um, I don't want to say over the top. That's not the right word. But they go for the full horror movie send. Uh, this doesn't necessarily do this. It gives you intense moments, and then it goes into, like, kind of gripping court, very interesting court. If there was not the terrifying moments, this movie would still probably be semi-interesting. If this was, like, an episode of Law and Order or something, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is yeah, a cool it, episode. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> like, it, it's got that element to it, especially with everybody being obsessed with crime shows forensic files uh serial killer documentaries all kinds of the true crime is is blown up like crazy and that's got a mix of both in this yeah laura and i do i do think they do these movies are hard for me because i do think they go over the top with some of the scenes like mm -hmm. trying to get like sometimes subtle is more scary i agree like some of the ex like some of the possession scenes like doing all kinds of crazy stuff like all right like if you were to, for me, if you were to tone that down just a little bit, would have made it even more freaky because that would have made it more believable. But like when she's in the church, just doing like all kinds of crazy stuff, the yeah. eyes in the back of the head, like come on, like it gets it, it gets, gets a little cheesy. Like all right, now you're trying to just be ridiculous. Yep. But, so that that main that that mom from Ozark. That character she played, Erin uh, Bruner, she's like the lawyer that represents uh, Father Moore. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to help, but she's not religious. But as she goes on, like creepy shit starts happening. She starts waking up at like 3 a.m. And then, the, you know, the priest is like, whether you believe it or not, there's fucking demons and there's dark forces surrounding this case. And you're about to figure that shit out. And she kind of did. Like, she had some, like, uh, an epiphany, if you will. Mm -hmm. She got her faith. I like stories like that. But as we can always recall, Christian always says, I like the horror movie where the priest is like, hell nah, I'm with Jesus. I'm here to fuck you up. And that's exactly what dude did. He didn't budge once. I mean, she didn't live. But he, <laughs> she didn't live. But, but my dude didn't stand down. And that barn, I'm telling you, that barn scene, he didn't, no. He was stood right there. I know. With a wrath of God, he came up. <laughs> he came in there and fucking didn't back down. Everybody else was a little bitch. I like when he was getting everybody pre prepped because, like, before the exorcism started, like, the mom and the brother and, like, you know, he had a doctor there. And he was like, all right, just do everything I say. And if it talks to you, don't respond to it. Don't listen to anything it says. And they said, it? And he says, oh, we won't be talking with Emily tonight. <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> 
Emily is like looking like this, but her mouth is closed, but you hear like a... <laughs> she starts like laughing. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to get crazy. They go to restrain her, and she just breaks loose, bro, and she hops out the window like Lawrence Taylor on crack, just like, <laughs> just fucking runs to the barn, bro. Like, takes off. Like, you're like, damn, dude, the Olympics are missing you, and we're needing you. <laughs> Like, I, I, there's humor in that be, part. I know, because I'm thinking of, like, when you see someone as a, because I used to be a homeowner. You're a homeowner now. Homo. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> you see somebody jump through your window. I don't care what the situation is. You'd be pissed. <laughs> God damn it. Not only am I losing a daughter, now i got to fix this window. Do you know how hard it is to fix a window? How much of a pain in the ass it is? He just looks to the priest. Well, now i got to call the window guy. <laughs> like four weeks out, i got to board it up, put a blanket over it. Well, that's $800 easy. <laughs> <laughs> and like no regard for his daughter. That's like the... Like that's the, about 50% of dads right there. Oh, yeah. You're working with dad, like underneath the hood. You like bump your head and drop something. Where'd I would have been, been like, fuck it. Let her, li- let her live in a barn. At least there ain't no windows out there. Dude. The, the, so let me, let me inform you guys. Uh-huh. Now, this is a real case. Yes. Uh... But her name's like Eloise or some shit. I, I forget the full name, but yeah. I was just listening to the voices and the tape recordings because the tape recordings are out. Yeah. And she does like the six different voices. Yeah. I remember seeing this. Bro. It like, is freaky. Don't and... put that. I'm not, I'm not kidding you, dude. Like, I mean, I don't care if you're religious or not or what you are. Don't put this shit on at nighttime. It's like one of those ones where you're like, I'm not no, playing this shit in no, my house. Not, <laughs> don't play the real recordings. I remember listening to them. These, those recordings have been out for a long time. I remember seeing those and seeing the pictures of her, like, all skinned, like, eating bugs and shit. Yeah. Like, now, of course, it's based loosely on that. This whole movie is, of course. That's Hollywood. But they took, like, the main foundations of, like, this recordings her eating bugs and you know pretty much being Lucy these Lucy. bugs have plenty of vitamins Lucy goosey with it but uh yeah those re- those real recordings are pretty fucking weird but then again is it real or is it crazy people cause crazy people could you could you eat one of them stuff. like grubs like Bear Grylls does you remember Bear Grylls depends on how hungry I am okay like if I'm hungry I feel like I want one of the bugs that has, like, the least amount of juice. Like, I want, like, a crunchy bug. Why would you? Dude, that's like eating a sandwich with no mayonnaise. I don't like, like a dry mayonnaise. sandwich. You ever have, like, a dry BLT? Ugh. I don't do mayonnaise, but I like I mustard. do mayonnaise on sandwiches. Yeah. On sandwiches. That's like eating, like, I don't know. For real, like a... It's a sandwich that I don't enjoy because I don't like tomatoes or mayonnaise. So it's like How do you know? Okay, you don't like tomatoes? Come nah. on. Everybody hates tomatoes on sandwiches. That just adds it's mm. Look, tomato, <laughs> I remember we went to Subway one day and you like loaded up on shit and you're like, it's free food. It's it is. Food. <laughs> I, it I is. lost it. I was like, you got a point though. I like you're paying, that mindset. You're paying like twelve dollars for this damn sub. Get all the free shit. There's lettuce, <laughs> tomatoes, peppers, onions, <laughs> banana peppers. Put that shit on there, dude. It's all free. It's good. <laughs> what can I put on here, sir? All. all. Ev- everything. Everything, everything. I'd like one of everything, please. I thought about doing that one time, just going to a sub shop and be like, you know, can I get a sub with, like, literally everything that you have, put it on that sandwich. Go to Chipotle and just say, I want a scoop of everything. 
<laughs> and a burrito. <laughs> dude, they can't roll. Oh, dude, I was at Chipotle the other day. Those motherfuckers cannot roll a burrito worth the shit. I have not gotten a good rolled burrito from there in about a couple months. I know. You got to kind of like keep rolling it. Yeah, you know, I don't know what they, the hell they're doing. But, of course, it's all young kids there, and nobody wants to work anyway. But don't worry about that. We'll get into that later. But What's yeah. the use? You're just going to get possessed by a demon and die anyways. Yeah. Took a dark turn. Did take a dark turn. Took a dark turn, Mark. What's your favorite part? <clears throat> so, like, I feel like the barn scene would be obvious for uh, anybody, but if I'm thinking outside of the barn... Let me think outside of the barn scene here. Um, I thought, I, I really enjoyed the court scenes. I, I did, because I didn't think the other, uh, like the finale of this movie, I'm just going to tell you, that they find him guilty of death, or like her, of like her dying, but... They only give him time he's already served, and he's only served like a couple days in jail because I think everybody was like, it's a gray area, but like we don't feel like you're a fucking murderer. Like we feel like you had the best intentions, but like she did die though, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I, I really enjoyed that because it does, um, I don't necessarily say it pulls on your heartstrings, but it pulls, it's like one of those old fashioned like mystery scenarios. Like, what do you do? Is it the butler inside the parlor? Or is it like, you know, you're kind of like your wheels are spinning. Yeah, it's just like a really fucked up game of Clue. It really is because like, I don't know, like even if you weren't a person of religion, it's not like you're going to look at this like sweet or sweet old guy and be like, because this is not like some weirdo priest. He's like a normal guy. Yeah. So like if you, I don't know. I'd feel like you wouldn't be like, fuck this guy. You're a piece of shit. You tried to kill her. Huh, I feel like I probably would have done the same thing. Be like, look, she died, but, I, uh, you know. I'd be very fascinated in that, like, how did you guys think she was possessed? Give me all that shit. Like, I need to, like, not because, like, I'm like, ooh, horror, but, like, I want to know. <laughs> like, what did she do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what store did she go to? What creepy store did she go to where there's a section she's not supposed to go in? She probably touched something she's not supposed to touch. She stole a book or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. She stole a book out of the store. Yeah. Or a candle or some shit. Yeah, something stupid. Like a locket. Remember that movie, The Hot Chick, where they had the earrings and she swapped bodies with Rob Schneider? It's not the same thing. <laughs> Adam Sandler was in that store, and she was like, will you quit playing them drums back there? You could put your weed in there. <laughs> that was such a bad, good movie. I know. It's a horrible movie, but it lives on forever. Because <laughs> it's Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider has horrible movies. I saw one of these TikToks where it said, like, what's a movie quote that no one else will understand, but it always lives in your head? And it made me laugh. But it was like when Rob Schneider, when he was, he went to prom, you know, but he was like a, a boy, but it was a girl in there, but he saw her boyfriend, or she saw her boyfriend. And she was like, Billy! <laughs> Bro, I was dying. Like, <laughs> I was not expecting that movie clip to pop up. <laughs> What's a movie clip that lives in your head? Billy! <laughs> like, I was like, oh, fuck. It was a funny movie. Funny times. Unlike The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is fucking terrifying to watch at nighttime. Do not watch it at nighttime. I'm telling you. No, I did. That's the best time to watch it, you fool. Right, well, let me ask you what's your favorite part. I like, uh, 
I like the ending reveal of when they reveal the prosecution reveals of their explanation of everything. Like especially like uh, they said she was found with uh, the the typical spots in her hand, like mm-hmm. needles of Christ on the cross or whatever. And they were saying the the priests the catholic side will say saying like oh it happened when she was there an exorcism jesus was saving her and all that and the prosecutor's like no she just wandered off and she grabbed a fence and it and you know got the wounds that way it was just cool seeing like how their explanation because it made sense Mm -hmm. now both sides can make sense it's just cool like seeing you know that and like at the end kind of both sides win they do (laughs) you're like all right, then. Because it's such crap. I was like, I don't think you could for real pick either side to this. Like, you couldn't. No. Like, what are you going to do? Like, both sides make sense. One side makes sense. The other side, you just don't know. It's like one of those things, like, it's it doesn't happen often. Like, an exorcism doesn't happen often. So, it's like you legitimately hear about one, and someone's, like, not, like, out of fucking haunted house in October, like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, not like that, but like if you have like a legitimate court case where somebody's being serious to you, like yo, I was at one, you're like, okay, <laughs> well, what happened, bro? I've got these tapes, listen to it, and then you listen to some crazy, you'd be like, oh fuck, dude, yeah, are you okay? No, things been visiting me in the night. Fuck, dude, I don't want to talk to you about that. They're I gonna... don't even want to be in this building. It's like the fourth kind shit. Like, if I know, they know that I know. Ah, like, you know, like, like I don't want to know. I wasn't even thinking about them today. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst part of the fourth kind for me. That one guy that was freaking out, saying, like, when I didn't. He says, I wasn't even thinking about them today. And I was like, oh, dude, no. Yeah. We're going to cover that one. That's one of Ozark's favorite freaky movies. Yeah, that's still probably the movie that freaked me out the most out of any movie. I'd say this one, uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, is up there for me. Well, I'm not, it's, it's hard. It's, Exorcism movies always are the top of the freaky list. This this flick, um, I'm not going to say it like scared scared me to death, but it always gets me really gripped in when I, you know, like I'm locked in when I watch this movie, and it freaks me out. It freaks me out. I am a man of faith. I'm not saying that in a, like a nose up kind of way. I'm just saying like so. So the movie, I I buy it, dude, and it's just freaky as fuck and very gripping. And, and sometimes horror movies can be great with a bad story, just a horrible non-story, like you know, especially a typical slasher. There's not much going on. This is a fucking you're like, damn, dude, what's gonna happen to this guy? Yeah, Tell you, us your story, old man. You get into it. <laughs> yeah. You know. For sure. I just could I don't know if I could hang Ozark, Mark. If I was a part of that crew. But I, I would try to be there with the priest. If I saw he locked down, it would be like, you know, being on one of the pontoon boats or what, you know, the U-boats or whatever on D-Day. You know, and you're about to roll in and you got the guy next to you throwing up and he's like doing the rosary. But then you got that guy in front of you like rock hard, like, let's go, motherfucker. And you're like, all right, yeah, I'm looking to this guy for strength. I feel like Father Moore would have did that. He would have been locking the Jesus, homie. And like, have you ever seen that break dancer guy for Jesus? We love you, God. Jesus. Like, I'm, if you haven't, I'm going to show you. He's a lot of fun. But that's what I'd be doing. Like, I, I, how I only way I'd know how to help. Break dance for the Lord. We love you, Lord. You know, and I would be trying to 
help the best way I could. If I get possessed, do never don't be in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fucking with me the whole time. <laughs> I would. You would find me. I would find you. That should get away. Especially with if it. you're break dancing and I'm possessed. Like I'm coming after you. I'm just like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, how? Where does your line draw of being in the room for an exorcism? Does it depend on who it is? Would you go into any exorcism, or is it, does it have to be somebody you know? Uh, I think somebody you know would be harder. I think if someone asked for help, like I'm very a random person. I'm very vulnerable in that. Well, what happens if, like, you know, I don't know, you go. You go to New Orleans for a football game. New Orleans. You're in New Orleans, okay? New Orleans. And you're out the night before, and a lady and a man come out of their house, and they say, please help us. We need your help. And a you know, priest is right there, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I might help you. Depends on how drunk I am. Yeah. I definitely would do it on acid. Because oh. then I'd be like, I'm paying for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that. We saw some creepy shit on acid. But not like a lot of acid where we were seeing visuals, but we no. just chalked it up to acid. And we were like, nope. But yeah. other people who were there who were not on said drugs. Yeah, that made that. They were scared. That made it a lot less scary than probably what it really was. Yeah. I would have been a lot more freaked out if I wasn't on drugs. <laughs> I liked all of our, like, mindsets of, like, all right, we're, we're just leaving. We gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, we're getting out of here, dog. Yeah, not expecting this Mm-mm. in my <laughs> night of fun. What also upsets me, well, not upsets me. I mean, there are some good horror movies that come out, but like a a flick like this one, I don't know. It's just one of these, um, just a random good scary movie. And now I feel like everybody's going for the home run. Everybody's going for the, like, blockbuster. Like, they want to have a billion in sales or they want to be, like, really artsy and, like, have a big statement. But just those, like, random, like, yep, here's your 13 ghost, here's your ghost ship, here's your whatever. The the early 2000s was a really great time for horror movies because it was the first time where it really started to branch in every which direction. Not saying that you didn't have all sorts of horror movies throughout time. It's just... most decades were like kind of classified by something like the 30s and 40s with your universal monsters, 80s is your slashers, 70s your exploit or your nature or animal movies, 90s were very big in the psychological thrillers, movies like Seven, shit like that was very popular. But in the 2000s, I felt like it was the first time where you had zombie movies, monster movies, you but they were all doing really well. Like there were always all different kinds of movies, but every Hostel came out the same time as like a Michael Myers movie, the same time as Exorcism of Emily Rose and I don't know, it was just a neat time because we were in high school at this time, 2005, and what a time to be alive. It'll circle back around again. <clears throat> I think it's sure starting. It like I really do. Now that Hollywood has started back, I was very pleasantly surprised last year with some great movies. I mean, this year with some great movies. I really enjoyed Terrifier two. Um, I mean, th- there was just quite a few. Barbarian was really good. I w- I didn't hate Hellraiser, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> which which is really strange uh, due to the fact that. I hate remakes, things of that nature. And I might be a little biased. I know somebody that was working on the make uh, makeup team on this movie, helping make the Cenobites and shit. 
but it's a different movie. It isn't the old Cenobites. It's not like a remake. It's a different story just with Cenobites. And there's multiple Cenobites, so like that's always been a thing. There is like a pinhead one, but it's like a girl pinhead. And like you associate it as a girl pinhead. It's not like you're like, what the fuck? Like it's not like a dead ass remake with just a girl in place of pinhead. Because in the books it was a girl. But it's just like a pinhead girl. Like, I don't know. Like it's it's like seeing fucking Catwoman. Like you're not like, wait a minute. Is that a girl? Like, no, that's Catwoman. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's the way I saw it. I thought they looked really sick, but I think the original Hellraiser, which I love, but I've heard many people say the story is kind of confusing, or the first time they're like, I don't understand this all the way. This is kind of fucking weird. Uh, I felt they did a good job at explaining what the puzzle box was, and and I I really enjoyed that. Um, So I'm, I'm not saying it was like fucking phenomenal, best movie ever, but it wasn't insulting. I didn't hate it. And then there were scenes, you know, where chains come out, very Hellraiser, uh, but it was modern. And it was like, oh, fuck. It looked kind of cool. Looked cool. I liked it. That's very good. But circling back to the exorcism of Emily Rose, I need to need to know some things about this movie. Okay. Yeah, welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie here. So, if this is your first time here, or maybe you haven't been here in a while, I'm going to tell you how this is going to go down. We're going to tell you things we know about this movie. Now, you may know what we know, you may not know what we know, but if you know what we know, you're going to have a we know gaze, and if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, and you're going to have a better we know gas okay so you take it you put it in your pocket you pull it out anytime hey maybe you'd be like hey i got something in my front pocket for you and they come in reaching toy cleaner yeah that whatever you just said there so why don't i tell you something that i may or may not know about this movie the exorcism of emily rose tell us what you know okay so the actor there jennifer carpenter she's the one that plays emily she's the main character she's the possessed girl you know where i'm going with this right yes i know that girl so in the movie all the exorcism scenes where she's contorting her body and doing all the crazy stuff the spider stuff yeah the spider stuff the scary stuff listen there was no cgi no special effects that was all her like not doing a stunt it herself. double? Not a stunt double. No. It was her doing it. She's like a little contortionist. She Holy did shit. all of that. Every single scene is her doing that up on her own free will. We were just saying how there was, you know, the bed scene. That's that's fucking intense. That's what I'm saying. Now, I, I don't think, I don't find her the most attractive girl in the world, but knowing that fact, it makes me want to lay with her. Her husband is very lucky. Yes. If, he, if there is one. They have a they have a different position for every day of the year, honestly. She probably has nine children. And now I got a little bonus fact for you, too. Okay. Now, she was so creepy in the auditions that she got the job on the spot. They're like, you, you, you'll. They're like, you, you're good, you. And they picked her. So she, you know, they picked her right on the spot. What do you know? There you go. There's a little fact for your ass. Now, 
We haven't got, you know, some facts for your ass in a while, so it's probably tight, but we jammed it right up in there. So that's more facts for your ass. I like that. Thank you. Now look here. I'm the looking. director, Scott Derrickson, okay? He, he really likes the, you know, the horror movie elements. He's made a lot of good scary stuff, but he said for this movie, his biggest inspiration, a horror director we all know. Dario Argento. Dario Argento? Yes, that was his biggest inspiration for this film. And kind of kind of looking at it, it's got a little giallo, giallo feel, like, you know, the colors, especially at the nighttime sequence when she's walking through. You know, I get a little Suspiria, you know, bird in the crystal plumage feel. You're like, okay, I can see this. What I a nice see- homage. What Very nice. But look, making this movie, you know, we... I'm not a big fan of, like, don't get me wrong, you know, that Shudder Network, they had a TV show they called Cursed Films, which it was a fun show, it was nice, but here's the thing, I don't always like it when people go there with, like, poltergeist and things like that, because somebody's daughter died, you know, like, it's sometimes a little insensitive to be like, oh, I was cursed, you know, because that just kind of, for me personally, it... You could be curious about it, but don't say it's a matter-of-fact thing. Like, if that, if I was, like, my niece or something, and I heard, like, somebody at a bar tell me that, I'd probably punch him in the face, you know? Like, he'd be like, fuck you, dude. Like, but that being said, there are some strange coincidences that do go on on certain movie sets, right? Oh, uh, here we go. So, you got the actress who played Emily Rose, obviously Jennifer Carpenter. She said in the middle of the night... And Laura Lenny, the actress who played the fucking main lawyer, they said in the middle of the night the TVs and fucking radios would start going on and off in the middle of the night. And they said they were so freaked out that they felt like they had to finish the movie because they didn't want to be stuck with that. No, you got to finish what you started. No, ain't that some shit? That's real, that's creepy shit there. That's some good stuff, though. You know, that's sort of... There's some great stuff there. I didn't know those facts. That's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, you know, so there's some facts, you know, from us. You can... From us to you. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. And a happy new year. Yeah. Now, Mark. Earlier, I'm throwing this movie on. Wasn't the right movie. What movie? I put on the exorcism, what I thought was the exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh Uh-huh. What I actually put on was the sexorcism of Emily taking six poles. And obviously I'm happy my family wasn't around. But that was an interesting concept because they dicked her down for the Lord. Now I watched, you know, just for science, just to complete the sexorcism of Emily taking six poles. And I... I mean, to be honest, I was very impressed. The video quality Is that was there. Fucking real, or did you just make that up? I just made it up. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I legit thought that was a real thing. Power price compels you, bitch. I can easily see some girl taking six poles. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because there's six holes. For the devil, but the Lord is fighting with the poles. There's one in the vagina, there's one in the asshole, there's the mouth, so that's three. There's and then, hands and feet. And then you got the two ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, and then there's the a will, there's a way. Oh, yeah. You probably fit two in a mouth if you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a way that you could stick six poles into a person. 
That's really can, scary, actually. And you can have, you know, just one, and he rotates in and out. You know, he's like a sub, and he's just standing there, like, you know, doing prayers and stuff, throwing holy water and stuff on her. Yeah. Somebody has masturbated to that thought, and that's really fucking weird. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. All, to, you know, to, to go in and get you a possessed Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's guys that look for that. They look for possessed girls, you know, and they, you know, that's out there. They're at your, you know, at your local bars. You'll find a couple. <laughs> you know, what I've always found weird is some people are attracted to pregnant women. Yeah, it's like pregnant <laughs> women are gorgeous and beautiful, but it's not like a like let's bang. It's well, like no, a, it's the let's bang thing. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I'm still gonna bang if I've got you pregnant until like a point where it's like, okay, I well, feel sure, like the baby's dude, gonna grab it. I've never gone through that situation, but I feel like I'd be afraid to. Oh yeah, after like after when it's like past seven months, you're kind of freaked out the baby's gonna grab it. Yeah, because I don't want to give. Get off of me! But I've seen too many movies like Alien and things like that. And I, I know it's I'm, not I'm just afraid I'm just going to give it a concussion or something. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to be hitting spots and seeing this thing move. You're like... Yeah. Or, or come out like all detorted. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Baby's face is all bruised. <laughs> and you're afraid the baby's going to grab it. Bite it. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> come out like the, the Bride of Chucky baby. Nobody wants that. Nah, that's not a fun part. Now, here's the thing. If you had to bet, if you had to take 20 bucks okay. and say, you heard the court case, okay, and you see all of the evidence, and now we're just waiting on the jury, okay? We're, this is the Vegas bet line, and you got to bet 20 mm. bucks. Right, what are you betting on the outcome of this? Would you have bet the outcome that did happen? Because they let the guy in real life, they just gave the they got the people off and gave them like three years probation. Um, but in this one, obviously, because he was in jail for a couple days waiting, you know, during the trial and shit. So I mean, what he maybe served a week or two in jail. Yeah. Um, do you think that that would you have predicted that or would you have thought they were going to lock his ass up I probably, I probably thought they were going to lock his ass up yeah it's very interesting to kind of see which way that would go yeah because um, there are a lot of people who are very <clears throat> I mean, staunchly it's, religious it's 20 bucks dude I would take the one that's the biggest payout and say fuck it <clears throat> it's only 20 bucks if you had to bet your house no you know like if you had to bet if I had like, to bet the house I'd say they'd lock his ass up okay. which technically they did I mean, yeah, they did make him guilty. Technically, they did. So I think I would have won that. We love you, Lord. This is for Jesus. And the Lord. This is for the Lord. The Lord is my Savior. You know, sometimes late at night, like when you're like dialing to the radio stations, if you get like in the, you know, 88 point whatever, you can hear those. That fire and brimstone, it's there for you if you don't like, you're like, Jesus, you're scary, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just feel like you're going to attract more bees with honey than vinegar. Like, especially someone who isn't religious. If you were just to be like, oh, maybe I should turn to the Lord and you just flip to the radio you're going to burn in hell. You're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I wonder how much it is to get a radio signal for how much that would cost for like a certain amount of time and just broadcast just the weirdest things. 
I honestly, uh, there is a couple stations that are really cool. They do like the old like uh, radio dramas in like the 30s, 40s. Where were you last night at four o'clock? And the door opens. You hear it. <laughs> yeah, do you need a cigarette? Of course I need a cigarette. <laughs> it's very cool though, man. Like, of course I, I need one. Sometimes I get caught in those and, and I like listening to those. And then I like listening to some of the weirder stations. But that is fun. We should do that. We just broadcast all day. Horror movie shit. No, just anything. Just what random thoughts that come in your mind. All right, guys. We're here with Mark. And today, Mark is going to take these pizza rolls right out of the oven and bite right like, into it. He's like not going to blow it off. He's just going to throw <laughs> like, it right in there. Do you remember those texts we used to send to each other where it would just be nonsense? <laughs> Random nothingness? Just nonsense. Like a paragraph of nonsense. Yes. I would just be saying stuff like that. Oh. People wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be fun. And then, like, the next day, have a whole different angle. Mm-hmm. See, we got to figure this out, because I feel like we'd be we'd get really popular. We live in a decent enough city where we can make this happen. I think so. And we have the equipment. And we'll go live. I'll have, like, you know, on days we don't feel like doing it, I'll just put my son down here. I'll be like, son, just put on whatever. Just play whatever. Just whatever you want. Whatever you want, I want you, you to say. Sing Michael Jackson songs all day, son. Always be starting something. Got me starting something. Pretty baby with the high heels on. I love little Michael. Hey, let's go to the portal here and rate this movie. What do you say? The transfer portal. Hello, thank you for joining us on the other side of the spectrum. You came through the portal and now we're here. This is the one and only world famous one of a kind Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Welcome to it. Your favorite horror nerd himself, Christian Ramey, has developed a horror movie system to base a horror movie on what it is in a series of four categories. We're going to do this. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth 1.4. A total of... Ten points altogether. That's correct. Look, you know, hey, I'm rusty. All right, but don't come back to me. Don't come we've back been a, to We've me. been away for a while, but, you know, that was a good little spiel. I thought so. Don't good little introduction. It'll come back to me. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the first category here in the Slobby Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Now, casting here is not, you know, I, I, I did say that these are great actors throughout this, but, I mean, it's not, it, they're like people you recognize but can't name their name, like those kind of actors. Where yeah, you're like, oh, I know him from that, but you, what's your name? It's those kind of actors. But everybody crushed it, but this is screaming two. This is screaming a two for me, a strong two. A strong two, a bold two is what we will say yes, for Yes, because this is separated from your typical just uh, teeny bopper horror movie or a slasher, which I enjoy. Everyone knows I love those kind of movies. But there's there's some uh, intelligence in this movie portrayed through good acting. And maybe some of the creepy scenes a little over the top, but I, there's not much cheese in this. Most people are delivering very serious. Cheese. So, that is two out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. 
I mean, Emily's there aren't the, any. Yeah, Emily's the only person that really dies, and you and don't did, see and, it. Yeah, it's really? not it's not suicide. It's not it's nothing. So that's a zero. Nobody dies, zero. right? Zero. Nobody dies. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Nobody dies. Doesn't the doctor die? The doctor. He didn't show up for court. Remember? Yeah, but it's still. He had died, but it wasn't on screen. It wasn't on screen. Mm-hmm. So nothing was on screen. There's no kills. Yeah. So that is a zero. Yeah. Zilch. Nada. Yeah. You get nothing and like it. So that is two out of ten still after two categories here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. Mark? I'm feeling this is a solid two because there's practicality behind it. It's not like I know not everyone is religious, but like even people that aren't like paranormal shit and they like the kind of creepy element. But there's such realism in this movie that the parts that are freaky are like, what the fuck? But I feel like if you were to put this movie on like at Thanksgiving with just random people, there will be people like, yo, what are you watching? This is freaky. There are going to be people that are freaked out by this movie. Yes. Well, I will say that uh, exorcism, exorcism movies are always going to be up on the fear list for everybody. They always have been, and they probably always will. There's a lot of practicality in the right? It's a court case. It's something that's based on something that could happen in real life. There are real-life cases of exorcisms. This is based on a true story, which actual recordings of this on here... So that adds to the fear element as well. You also have, uh, you know, Miss Carpenter in there doing all the consortium scenes herself. Yeah. So, you know, those always, for some reason, they do look over the top, but they always look more real to me than other ones have. So you have that all winding together. Absolutely a two. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Two. I'm not scared of it, but lots of people will be. Yeah, so I like if that. you were to like just give this to a hundred, you know, here man and wife or whatever, just hundred couples. Dude, the average American household will be terrified of this movie. They will lose sleep over it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think it is always more convincing. Uh, I mean, that's what made The Exorcist work is that Reagan was such like a innocent girl. That's why they had the scenes with her and her mom. Like she just, you know, I want to get a pony. You know, just talking like just normal kid shit, and then. She goes fucking bananas. Yeah. And that's kind of what made Chucky so scary. Because as an adult, you and I, if Chucky walked in here, like I'd feel pretty successful in our chances of kicking the shit out of Chucky. Yeah. Unless he surprised attacked us and but came at Achilles. us. Yeah, unless it was a surprise attack. But if he walked in here toe-to-toe, we're going to whoop his ass. But the movie was freakier because he was with a kid. And you're like, ah, come on, kid. It's just a different element when kids or vulnerable people are involved. If the demon possesses kind of a normal or more of a shittier tendency person, not a big deal. But like an innocent girl, so this girl's like the sweetest innocent girl, and then she's like a demon. So it just adds another element of like, she shouldn't be talking like that. Like if Ozark Mark started saying cuss words and freaking out, it would be a little, you know, I'd be a little freaked out. But just like, hey, I've heard Ozark Mark cuss, you know, I've heard him cuss before. Never seen him eat bugs, but look, man, he's just having a bad day. Yeah. But you take one of them old innocent people, and they're doing it. That's scary. 
Absolutely. So that is four out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final one-point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. Yes, final answer. Ozark Mark, what say ye? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, especially for the element of somebody who I would rewatch it with somebody who's never seen it before. I probably wouldn't pick it up again by myself for a night but if i'm with somebody and they want to see a horror movie and they I've, and you know it pops up i'll be like you ever seen the exorcism of emily rose and they'll be like no i'll be like well <laughs> well that's a very good point i'm well, glad you mentioned that strap dude. on in there cowboy or girl you know i think it's underrated in that sense so like really those is. people that are like hey what's a good horror movie maybe if, if you're listening and you haven't seen this, and you consider yourself a horror movie fan. I'm not saying you're not if you haven't seen this. I'm saying do yourself a favor and at least give it a shot. You might not like it, but I definitely think this is one of those like underrated gems that is just out there. People know of it. It's not super unknown, but it definitely, for the level of fear or the level of creepy moments, I think it should be talked about more. Some uh, great acting. So, without further ado, that brings us to a total of 5 out of 10 for The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I love that. Now that you know the rating, now you know exactly when to watch it. You know when to, you're in the mood for a 5.5 out of 10 horror movie. That's why it's a foolproof system here, and that's why we've been doing it for years. It's amazing. It's amazing. So amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I eat raisins. Yeah, I, I, I'm very thrilled to be back in the studio talking scary movies. I don't care what month it is. It always feels like October down here and keeps me going, man. I'm really glad we kicked off with such a creepy movie. But I don't know if we have a theme necessarily for this season, but sometimes seasons curate and find their own theme. And well, this is going to be the wild. This is going to be the wild card season. Wild card, wild card, bitches. We don't know what's going to. We don't know what's happening. There's no categories. There's no nothing. It's just going to be wild cards. It's going to be fucking. How many episodes are in the season? I'd say ten. Ten episodes of random movies that we're just picking out of our <laughs> fucking magical hat here, the sloppy horror hat. We're gonna. We wrote a bunch Ooh. of movies down in this hat. We're gonna pick them out. There's like five hundred of them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So we're just going to pick one out, and then we're going to watch it. Next movie. Hi, Church. Hmm. We're going to pick The Little Mermaid. That is a scary movie. It was kind of freaky. You ever sit underwater for that long? Under the sea. Under the sea. That's a fun song. That's a fun song. I think that came out the same year I was born. Probably. I think so. 1989. That's a long time ago. It is getting long ago. Long, long time ago. That's how I feel, man. We're getting old. But at least we have knowledge on some old movies. We're making that cat make noises. I'm trying to make him not make noise. Just hold. Usually, if you just just pin him down. I'm trying to pick him up, and he's running away. Goodbye, church. See you later, church. So, folks, for all of you people out there who've listened and made it this far, we appreciate you so much. And, uh... You know, we took a little break for a couple weeks, even on our Patreon, but I will assure you that we have our Patreon 
up and running as well. And we will have new episodes every week there. And uh, if you're like, what the hell is a Patreon? Folks, this is a fun way for you to support the show for cheaper than a cup of coffee a month. And what that does for Ozark and I, it gives us a way to, you know, gives us a little breathing room making the show. And that's how we can keep your show week to week without advertisements. And, uh... You're not just doing it for nothing. We're not giving you a cup of coffee. We give you a new episode every week. And they're not all, they're not about horror movies. They're about whatever. We're just shooting the shit, but we try to have fun. And, um, yeah, so you can find that at patreon.com slash sloppy horror. And uh, make sure that you're helping us out, man. As far as if you enjoy the show, make sure you're following us on YouTube. You're throwing likes down on that. Uh, we have so many audio listeners, but our, it doesn't always translate to YouTube. So, Watch some of the YouTube videos. Help Ozark Mark out. It's a great visual show. I do all kinds of graphics, okay? You get to put faces to the voices because I know you wonder what the hell we look like if you're just an audio listener. Yep, that's I guarantee true. you will be not what you pictured, but you might be happy with it. I don't know. That's right. Okay. Now, so you also, uh, you fuckers need to follow me on TikTok, damn it. That's all right. right. I need to get... Be able to go live with Christian Ramey. You guys know how he goes live on his Tic Tac all the time? Yeah. No, no, See, I could, I could, everybody's like, where's Ozark at? Well, I can't go live with him. Okay? And so, he's been posting, so y'all go over there. Show I'll my man some love. Help me out. Ozark Mark, Tic Tac. Make sure all of our platforms, you help us out and follow. Because really, don't you fucking lie to me. All right, all this is going to take to you or take for you is maybe maximum of 90 seconds to follow us on YouTube, even fucking on Facebook, Instagram, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a review, all these little things that are completely free. <laughs> somebody huge, wrote huge somebody wrote on the Apple Podcasts like they said my anal cavity still hurts from all the facts going in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave comments like that. Like, <laughs> no, hold on. I'll find it. You keep talking. I'll yes, find it. No, it was fucking the, funny. That's the I kind read of it the other day. we, we want to hear because, folks, Sloppy Whore is back. Convention seasons. God damn it. All these things. We haven't forgot. We haven't forgot. We're coming to your city. We're doing big things this year and this upcoming year. And I'm just happy you boys and girls are in this little train with us. Just like Thomas, okay? Keep going. Keep I'm going, almost baby. There. I'm almost there. Yeah, yeah. So I went, up, I went up and I told the guy, I said, look here, we all call you Sister Thomas because we've been running trains on a roll fucking day. And he didn't like that shit. So, you know, he tried to get fresh with me, pop me in the mouth. I said, what are you, some fucking tomato head? So this guy comes at me all fucking reckless, like he's fucking Emily Rose or some shit. Okay, His this, eyes are rolling back. This is what he said. I mean, he gave us five stars. What's, so. the, what's the young man's name? Lucy and Den Timmy. Lucy and Dean Timmy. That's what okay. it says. Okay. And the subject says pain. <laughs> it says, but it's five stars, all right? They said the inside of my anal cavity still hurts. Ozark and Christian be clapping my cheeks a little too hard, but I'm all for it. Keep oh. up the good work, y'all. Some people are down for the panel and the anal. You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's a good pickup line. You wouldn't happen to be down for some panel and the anal, would you? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> 
It depends on who you find and how drunk they are at the time. I guarantee you that will work because that will make some girl laugh. Oh, yeah. And then she'll be like, oh. Oh, put I'm your never, fist I'm, up there, motherfucker. I've never been paneled in my anal before. Put your whole foot in there. Let's get weird. <laughs> no, dude, especially... Uh, I'd feel weird. Especially a dude, because, you know, we never trim our toenails, so it's probably going to cut something. Hey, yeah, I'd probably feel weird around your How foot. How often do you cut your toenails? Um, Once a month. <laughs> Until they start... <laughs> Until they start, like, scraping your sheets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like all right. <laughs> You've got an animal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, that's when that's my indication when I hear <laughs> all my bed sheets. Like, all right, I guess it's time to cut them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how often do you look at your feet? Not a lot. You don't I look should... at your feet. You need to wash them every day. You do need to wash all them. your toes. You do need to wash them. You don't want them toe jams to start oh, growing then, in there. Yeah, you don't want some situation. You get them Neanderthal feet. <laughs> Ew. Dude, some people like to suck feet. That's so weird to me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not like if you got like a beautiful girl. Sure, she can have like beautiful feet, like a, along with her body, but like not like I want to fuck your feet or suck your toes. That's too much. But, like, I'll, I'll hold them. If you like, I'll hold them. I'll, you know. <laughs> I'll hold them. Yeah. I'll massage them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, I mean, you know. What I, if you had a super hot girl? Like, I'm telling you, like, supermodel hot, and uh, she had a bunion, and she asked you to suck it. Would you suck her bunion? Probably. Yeah. But, probably. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm pretty disgusting. You know, you put a little hot sauce on it. Yeah, I'm not. I've got problems. A little know. jelly, a little chocolate sauce. Yeah, like, yeah. would you let, like, Scarlett Johansson spit in your mouth? Yep. Most people yeah. probably would. Yeah. They're just like, all right, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I got to do to get there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to put a cigarette out on your hand. Okay. I we do get that. Fuck? I've done that accidentally many times anyway, so it, bring it on. Am I allowed to get erect? Not during the cigarette. Okay. But after we can bang? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Men, yeah, men do stupid shit to have. Well, yeah, this is wonderful conversation know, here to things. end the episode. So, uh, you know, but it's good to be back for all you current listeners who stay up to date. Now, if you just joined us, uh, go back and figure out why we're saying it's good to be back. But we will be back next week with next another week. fantastic movie. Um, you know, stay tuned for great stuff to come. We love you all. Great stuff. Great stuff.